Welcome back to the Authority Building Content Podcast by One Stone Creative, where we give you tips and tricks on what content you should create and why to get more leads and grow your business. And today we're talking about promoting your podcast. So before you started your podcast, did you dream about it going viral? Being irresistible to share for anyone who heard it, being picked up by influencers online and talked about by the hosts of other shows, leading to international acclaim, sponsorship offers, and a rush of new clients dazzled by your brilliance? Well, yeah, I mean, we all did at one time. What's a lot more likely is that you launched to some really good feedback from your existing audience, did moderate sharing on social, and positive reactions from your guests and others. Not quite as exciting, but a perfectly respectable launch. So I do hope we're on the same page here about the fact that creating content is not the same as promoting content. And if you're going to do the first, in most cases, you're going to want to invest an equal amount of time or energy or money in the second. Now, there are times when you won't need to, like for an internal company podcast or when you're podcasting strictly as a mean to generate repurposable content for your business. So here are some ways to promote in order of effectiveness. You've got direct email, cross-promotion, podcast guesting, personal networking, and social media. So let's talk about each of them. Direct email is one of the less popular methods of podcast promotion, and that's probably because it takes the most work and it takes the most emotional investment. When you're promoting via direct email, you're looking at each episode you publish and thinking, who would be interested in this? Who would have an audience who's interested in this? Then it's a matter of sending that person a personal email with a link to your episode, and this is important, an explanation of why you think they'll find it interesting. It might sound like, hi, person. I've been a follower of yours for some time, and I really enjoyed your recent blog post about this fascinating topic. I thought the conversation your followers had about it was great too, and I recently recorded a podcast episode that deals with this one specific aspect of that conversation, and I thought you might be interested in listening to it. Obviously, you personalize it and fill in the blanks. But do you notice how it was personal, you demonstrated why they think it's interesting, and you didn't specifically ask them to share? Because they will if they want to. All right, let's talk about the next one, which is, Cross-promotion. Cross-promotion is when one podcast talks about another podcast on their show. It might be something that the host reads or it might be something pre-recorded and inserted during an ad break. What this does is spread the word about a new show that's likely to be interesting to the audience of the first show. You'll see this a lot on big podcast networks. Cross-promoting is how they launch and expand new shows. This is an effective strategy because it's easier to get someone who already listens to podcasts to add a show to their roster than it is to get someone who's never heard a podcast before to listen for the first time. If you're not part of a big podcast network, you can still take advantage of cross-promotion. It's a matter of connecting with other shows that are about the same size and production quality as yours, reaching out to the host, and making the arrangement for a promotional swap. After cross-promotion, the next best promotion method is being a guest on other people's podcasts. 
So in a perfect world, you'd be so well-known that you're approached by hosts and guest managers from popular shows, and eventually you might just get there. But in the meantime, it's best to go out and pitch yourself. Research different shows that are targeting an audience similar to yours and discussing topics that you have expertise in and listening to a good number of their episodes. Seriously, listen to more than one, more than three, really, if you want to have a good idea of their style, topics, and audience. And then see if they have a guest application process. If they do, follow it to the letter. If they don't, then try and find the contact information for the host and reach out. Just like when you're promoting with individual emails, you want to make clear upfront who you are, why you're reaching out, why their audience will find your viewpoint valuable, and ask if you can have a call to discuss the possibility in more detail. This is important. If you don't already have a personal relationship, ease into it a little bit. It's easier for someone to agree to a get-to-know-you call than committing to having you on their show. So focus on building a relationship and establishing fit. And we actually have a whole ebook about how to pitch yourself as a podcast guest written in collaboration with Lisa Baker of Authentic Partnership. And you can get it at authoritybuildingcontent.com slash pitch. Let's move on to number four on the list, which is personal networking. This is the lowest tech of all the promotional methods we're talking about. As a business owner, you're probably networking. You've got events and meetings and presentations and lots of time spent talking to other people. When appropriate, talk about your show. If your podcast has been designed to really help your audience or establish your company as a thought leader in your space, there should be lots of openings in a conversation for you to mention that your podcast exists and that people should listen. When you're at a conference or other event, identify specific episodes that the person you're meeting should listen to and write down the URL on your business card to give them. Having simple URLs for your podcast episodes and a list of your most popular ones really helps with this. Then when you do your conference follow-ups, you can ask if they've had a chance to listen yet. It's great for both continuing your conversations and getting more listeners for your show. And you can use this strategy anytime you're meeting and greeting. Finally, let's talk about social media promotion. It's the most popular, but in our opinion, the least effective podcast promotion method. Before we get into the details, I want to clarify what I mean when I say least effective, because a lot of podcast sharing happens on social media, and it does drive listens for a lot of shows. But it happens a lot more in terms of people asking for recommendations and people making recommendations based on specific requests for new shows to listen to. It happens much less as a result of posting that awesome quotation. So in our book, this means that it's the relationship you build with an influencer or maybe one of those individual emails you sent that got the results, not the tweet that you personally sent. There are always exceptions, and you shouldn't not share your episodes on social media. It's good marketing hygiene to make sure your content's easily available on the networks where you're building an audience, but the goal of social networks is to be social, not just to promote your own stuff. A comprehensive social media strategy takes a lot of time to develop and deploy, and building a receptive, engaged audience is a job in and of itself. So do it, but don't count on your tweets and LinkedIn posts to make you famous overnight. 
Spend your energy building personal relationships that will take you further, faster. All right, and that's what I have for you today. Your action step is to choose one of the podcast promotion strategies we've talked about here and give it a shot. If you've never tried the personal emailing method, that's the one we recommend starting with and making it a regular part of your promotion strategy. And don't forget to download your free ebook on how to pitch yourself as a podcast guest. Just go to authoritybuildingcontent.com slash pitch. That's authoritybuildingcontent.com slash pitch.